Okay, this is the main event boxing show on All FM 96.9. Barkery Jammer, along with top boxing trainer Bobby Rimmer. How are you doing, Bobby? Stop saying that, top boxing trainer. True, Bobby. Leaving the door wide open. Bobby, you've took someone to a world title <laughs> fight, mate. You know what I mean? But how are you doing, mate? I'm good, mate. Thanks. Excellent. It was uh, great to be back last week, wasn't it? You yeah, know? fantastic, mate. And great feedback with the show, wasn't it? And it, it's how it should be. We got carried away last time, didn't we? And made it into a television <laughs> show. It just got too much. We're better off yeah. as we're doing here. It's more relaxing. Yeah, of course, it? definitely. Well, today we joined in the studio with former boxer now trainer and now promoter Pat Barrett and we're also joined by the lads from British Boxers Chris Maylett and Peter Keynes so it's going to be a good show today what we're going to do today guys we're going to talk the fights that's happened at the weekend yep. obviously the Cleverly and Bellew going to go into Black Flash promotions and talk about what you guys have got coming up and then we're going to end the show today with the bad blood obviously we've got Tyson Fury and uh, Derek Chisora at the weekend he so, won the competition last week uh, he yeah they did yeah there's a guy called Raphael from London so we're going to have to um, oh, sort okay. it out with Francis today and um, get on it I do know the this week? No, not this week, Bob. We've got no do, tickets, I'm not mate. I'm going to give the answer away. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try my hardest. <laughs> there was a few that mentioned that actually with the emails. It's made it easy enough for him. But um, no, it was good to start off with. So we'll, go, we'll probably bring that back again okay. when, when we've got something. Yeah. So just to say hello, guys, anyway, you know, good to see you. Thank you. Hi. See you. Yeah, yeah. So, so thanks for coming, lads. It's, yeah. This is what we need, lads, from the grassroots boxing coming in and letting us know what's going on, don't we? Definitely, yeah. So anyway, we might as well kick off straight away. I was going to go into some music. Obviously, we had some boxing at the weekend. Big night of boxing. Um, um, we'll go into a little bit of the pay-per-view bit of stuff as well um, but you know it's not to slag anyone off or anything like that it's just about opinions but just talking about the fight first we had Cleverley uh, Nathan Cleverley against Tony Bellew what did you think of it guys you know it was a strange fight wasn't it, it never really never up to what we expected did it but I mean I don't know what Cleverley's game plan was I don't know what what on earth he tried to do was he actually injured does anyone no, know if he was injured because wrong, he can not wrong with his hand he said there isn't he it? said there isn't I mean I don't I have no idea what his plan was for you, Pat. I don't think he carried the weight being as um, being as a bigger guy as a cruiserweight. Mm-hmm. I don't think he carried it very well. Mm-hmm. Most people kind of grow into the weight, mm-hmm. and it's like he just jumped into it, and it just didn't seem sharp. It seemed zapped. Um, yeah, he he couldn't do anything, and you know, I, I think that about them both. Really, I think how they how they've gone into the weight. Most fighters actually make weight because they can't make weight. Yeah. Some fight, some people are more sharper when they make weight. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cleverly's always been sharp as a light heavyweight to me. And yeah. I don't know if that was an excuse because he says he got knocked out and you know he, he, he needed to move up and. Mm-hmm. He's jumped up that weight, but it didn't look sharp. He didn't carry it very well. So no, I mean he, he's kind of he's, he come up from a welterweight, really, didn't he? When he started out, so it's a big, you know, it's Bill a big kind of the, the natural cruiserweight and uh, yeah, cleverly punches had no effect on him, did they? He, just, he kind of sort of went out of energy though as well. Because I thought he might have been a bit fitter. He, he, he didn't try to assert himself, did he? Cleverly, he was just flicking that jab out and not throwing right hands. I mean, out. I don't know. I just found it strange. I just found it, and it's very hard to have a fight with someone who don't want to fight. It was bizarre. So I just, I just found it rather strange the way Cleverly went in. You know, tra- after everything what he said, what he was going to do, and you know, he, he just didn't do any of it, did he? So it was just kind of very strange. I don't know. What a certain stage that I'm not going to win this. I'm just going to uh, see it out. Anything could have happened. He could have got belted in the first second round and thought, "Hang on a minute, he is too much power for me." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'll try running and try and tie him out. And he never tied him out, did he? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Talking about Bellew's performance, though, because that was a strange one to me as well, because he didn't look. But it's very he, hard he to fight put... someone who don't want to fight. Yeah, but I mean, for, for sort of the last four or five rounds, he had him on the ropes, Bob. You know, he, he, he yeah, wasn't going anywhere because because be- cleverly had, had tired out. He stopped running because he couldn't run anymore because he ran for the first six rounds and then he was tired. So Bell, you could could have a fight with him, but he was 
in the, in the beginning he did nothing do you think Bellew suits the cruiserweight because I know he's more natural at that weight but mm. to me Bellew didn't look he looked tired himself I mean Nathan was on the ropes for like you say the last sort of four rounds I think rounds. Bellew will get better as he goes along mm. do you think so now yeah. he's won the title I think he'll get better as he goes along as a yeah. cruiserweight that was the difference I mean you know you, you know, there's a, there's a lot to deal with from the, the previous fight what he had to get over and uh, shaking all the cobwebs off and now he's won it they'll build him up with a lot more easier defences and he's going to get better as he goes along now Bill you were cleverly at his time and I think cleverly as a um, as a light ever was absolutely brilliant it's where he goes from here now do you think he needs to go back down and if anything well, I mean he's, he's got to think about what, what, what went what wrong and put it right first before he thinks about anything hasn't he? and I don't know what it was it, it was like what, what happened then who knows what happened we don't know no one will never know that apart from him yeah, and, and yeah, his team I mean, yeah. it's, it's something that is, you know, you know we, I, can't, we can't analyse it. He's we got, can't he's got new trainers. What's he done? Has he, has, he, has he made a mistake getting rid of his dad? I don't, I don't know. What. Yeah, I think yeah. that is the biggest mistake. You know, when you see fighters start going through things like that for big fights as well, you know, mm. it's, it's a lot. It's always sort of the first thing that happens, on it, when it, a fighter I mean, I don't know how true it is, but as cleverly is Cleverly's strength coach now his trainer is that what's happened I think so yeah that's how oh, it works I out yeah. I don't so. know let's not get into that eh? <laughs> but that leads me on to my next question really because this was you know it was pay per view this event there was a lot of negativity around it being a pay per view as well do you think that it's done pay per view harm this event because it, it didn't live up to well I mean it's all like after the fact isn't it you know that's what we're doing now we're saying after the fact but we wouldn't be able to sit in and pass judgement on pay per view if it had been a barnstorming fight well, that's the thing, though. I mean, it's all right saying about that pay per view's not great now, because it was a bad fight. So people are going to agree with you. Whereas if it was, a lot of people were saying before, and they want it, Bob. That's the thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's dead simple, isn't it? Mm. It's dead simple for me. If you don't want it, don't buy it. Mm. We'll know whether it was good pay per view by the figures mm. in the end. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it, it, promoters have got an hard job. Y- you can't please everyone. The last person tried to please everybody put him on a cross, didn't they? <laughs> so it, it's all right. It's all right after the fact saying it was a bad pay per view fight. All right, it was, but we didn't know that was going to be that fight, did we? We didn't know what it was going to be like. Are we in danger now, though, of every half decent fight becoming a pay per view? Is that is oh, that the way we're going? I don't, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think that'll happen. But you know, don't forget, mate. Everything we watch on TV is kind of pay for view. Box Nation's a subscription channel. You've got to pay to watch boxing on Box Nation. You know, it, it, it's not. You know, we're getting out for free, but I know, but I'm we have to pay for everything nowadays, don't we? Yeah, I know what you're saying, but sometimes you know when you pay for Sky Sports, subscription anyway. Yeah, that's, that's what, that, that's what I mean. Subscription anyway. I mean, you you get Sky TV, you get Sky TV for a reason because you want to watch something. So and then then, then it, it comes along and it's pay per view. If you want to watch <laughs> boxing, you get Sky TV. Yeah. But the thing about pay per view TV is it's an option. Mm. If you want it, get it. If you get it and you didn't like it, it's too late, you've got it. Yeah. Next time, don't get it. So yeah. then it, it, it becomes, if no one gets the, buys the next pay-per-view, the one after will have to be better, won't they? Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's, it's mad, I don't know how, you know, it, it's... It's, it is, it is. I'm it is. of the fact, listen, if you want pay-per-view, pay for it. Yeah. If you don't, don't, and that's it. It's no use crying after the fact, saying, oh, it was a terrible fight, and it, it was a terrible fight for pay-per-view. Does it affect, though, Bobby, um, pay-per-view? Like I say, I'm, I'm kind of neither for or against, so I'm not... I'm not well, you know what I mean? Time does, tell. Does it affect the younger fans getting into boxing, though, because... Oh, no, because the dad pays for it. <laughs> you, you don't... <laughs> 
know. Yeah, you <laughs> don't think he does? No, I don't know. Who knows? We don't know. It's you know. It's, when was the last pay per view in, in, in England before the the, Bev, the cleverly fight? Was it? Was it the A? Uh, Addison was it? That's what I mean. Did you, you buy know, it? <laughs> you know, did you buy it? No. No. no, no. I think we're pay per view. I think I'm a boxing fan, so I'll buy it, don't I? Yeah, I watched that at the pub, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you still watched it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's big fights. It. So if it's pay per view and it's a big fight, you're gonna pay for it. You know, it's it's just one of them things with pay per view. You know, if you can get money from it, they, they, you know, they will do. Yeah, I mean, the only the only I don't mind the pay per view. The only thing I think with pay per view is I think it's either should be a world title fight. Or the the guys should be, or the you know the boxers should be kind of crossover. I don't no no disrespect to the boxers, but I don't think many people outside boxing world will know Nathan Cleverly, Tony Bellew. Do you know what I mean? So if it's a David A, Ricky Hatton, that kind of thing, I can see why it'd be pay per view. About the Bills, I mean, we had Scott Quigg on it, Anthony Joshua. Everyone wants to watch Anthony Joshua as well these days. Well, we're going to so, go on to Joshua, you know, yeah. There's a good you know decent names on the bill, so that's yeah that's yeah. Package, point it? I mean, yeah. You know, for, for me it was it was the the night. It wasn't just the one fight for me. It was like right. Okay, I was staying in. You know, I was going to sit down and watch all the boxing, which I did. You know, as a, as a coach and a boxing fan, you want to watch all the boxing, mm. don't you? You know what I mean? And mm. the only way you could watch it was by getting the pay for view. So it was a no-brainer for me. I was having yeah. the pay for view. Yeah, of course. Okay, moving on. Then we talk. You know, you just touched on there, Chris uh, Anthony Joshua. Another fast performance. You know, I think it was like ninety seconds or something. It took Michael Sprat out. You know, obviously the opposition's not been. Don't matter to me, mate. He just Great. impresses the hell out. Do you think? I was just going to say that. Do you think he is the real deal? Yeah. Anthony Joshua, yeah. From what from what you've seen up to now, and it's all right saying is that the opponents are not very good, but who do you get him? Mm, yeah. You gotta remember he, he's a work in progress and any promoter like Pat will tell you, you have to move these kids along slowly and steadily. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. What yeah. you're all right saying, okay, we'll go and get him a Klitschko or something like that and then and he gets beat, you're not doing the kid any favours. No, not at all. So, no. you know, we're in a catch-22 situation. You know, there's promoters here with us today and they'll tell you how hard this job is mm. to move young kids along and get them going and it's a work in progress. What you know, about you guys, lads? Sorry, Bobby. Why, why do you want to rush him? No, no, no I'm not saying no, you want to rush him. I think what, 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 like what Bobby just said, I mean... It's spot on what he just says. I mean, you're going to put him in with kids and people are going to say, well, look, he's just pulled him over, so yeah. why, you know... Anybody, it's, it's what he's doing with his opponents. He's not carrying him. He's not. He's, he's actually going in there and doing the job. Yeah, it's just that's destroying what he's, that's him. That's what he's saying. Yeah. And I think, I think the longer they keep him doing that, before they even start talking about titles. I mean, I think he should have about fifteen, not just normal fights. Yeah. Learn the game mm. because if he doesn't learn the game yeah. properly, you know, where yeah. does it go from there? Yeah. When yeah. they do put him in, at least once he had fifteen. Non, no title fights then yeah. you can say he's learnt the trade yeah. then put him in with somebody decent then British title or something like that yeah. Yeah. I mean Johnson next isn't it I mean that needs to see yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's I mean, not decent you know, you know what you're saying though I mean we don't know do we because we've never been hit off him yeah I know yeah you know yeah. It, it's alright you know everybody say oh we'll get him because you know he, he can take a shot and all that but yeah. can he take a shot off Andy Joshua yeah I know yeah a big fit heavy handed I know. You know, dearie me. No one does that to uh, Michael Sprott, do they? Like no. Pat says as well, you know, no. he's, he's... And he's hitting him clean and, 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 him. and you know the thing about him, if you look at him now, aren't you? He's got intent in there and he's got that viciousness in the ring, and mm. You know, he knows. He, he knows what he's... Well, yeah, yeah he, he knows what he's going to do now, so... Yeah. You know, for me, I think he's going all the way. It's a work in progress, yeah. yeah. How yeah. many is he won now? 
All of them. I think he's done about 10 rounds, hasn't he, as well? They've all been it's, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous the time knocking him, but he's only doing what he's trained to do. Hit people, and when he's hitting them, they're not standing up to it. Yeah, yeah. He's going to create an heavyweight. You'd want it to look like him and move like him. He's got it all, hasn't he? He's got it all. They don't want to rush him, no. They definitely don't want to rush him. I mean, they're talking the likes of Tyson Fury soon, maybe, and Davy Price and stuff like that. Do you think that's a little bit too soon? These are all the things that they're doing. It's all the rush things, just like what Bobby said. Why why do they need to rush him? When he goes up there, you want to stay up there. You don't want to put him up there without the experience. Mm. Like going back to Scott Quigg. To me, Scott Quigg was a prime example. Yeah, he had like 17, 18 fights before he even fought for any kind of a title. Yeah. So we learnt the game. He learnt the game brilliant. Yeah. He learnt his trade brilliant. Now he's, you know, when he's up there, he's up to stay up there. Yeah. Same with same with Brian. He went Central Area, English. You know, he was like 18, 19 fights before he went for a title. You yeah, know, you know. so yeah, you know, he's got the experience. You, you, it's not just about the fight. It's about the training. It's about it's you know, it's about the, the experience of long training camps and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? It's there's a lot to it. Is it hasn't gone any Josh at all because he's an Olympic gold medalist. He's, what, in, he's in the spotlight. He's what, you just, what you just said there, I was going to say that. What you just said. You've got these people that have invested in him. Yeah, and everybody when they invest, they want the returns. And we even know they've got it through the sky, the television, or whatever. Yeah. There's no rush. Why did it? Why I don't? I can't understand it, and uh, it doesn't get to me why they still want to push him it's, and, and yeah. put him in with the likes of these Klitschko's yeah. and Tyson Fury. What, what are they achieving? I think a lot of it though is you, you can nowadays. You, there's a lot of pressure in here around social media and stuff like. That. I mean, every day you of only course. have to look at Eddie Hearn's timeline and it's but, Eddie, what you're doing with this, course, and you know. So I mean, maybe it's you know. Fighters on social media. Promoters have got make a promise to a kid that they'll do the best. When a kid signs with a promoter, listen, I will do the best to get to make you the best that I possibly can. And the way to do that is by taking it easy. I think what it is with the, with the public is that because he's so good and he's performing so well, people's what what kind of I suppose push him to the next yeah, level rather than you know what what he should be doing. Right, you know, it's kind of again the, the media and. Yeah, but what, what I see more hungry for more, I suppose. Mm. Even though it's the media that that pays you wages, you'd also when when Tyson, when you watch Tyson, Mike Tyson, first fighting, mm. and when he was out and you see him knocking everybody out, as soon as he was on time, forget about for talking for the title, just Mike Tyson, you go home and watch him. Mm. You would go and watch him. And when he was world champion and Mike Tyson was defending his title, wow, everyone's home, four o'clock, you sat there, you're watching. Yeah. And why? Because yeah. you're watching Mr. Excitement. Yeah, yeah. You know that even if it's a 30 second, you yeah. know that you're going to go home and just watch him knock you somebody out. Yeah. Yeah. It was exactly the same with same. Joshua. Exactly the same. You know, you yeah. go home to watch him, even if you, even if it's a non-title, because of the fact that he's coming through, he's going somewhere, it's going to be something special. Yeah. You go home to watch him just knock people somebody out. People from all over the country come and watch Anthony Josh. Yeah, yeah. And that's not what you've got to do. Just people London, I was surprised so, by the support he had in Liverpool the other day. I mean, look at Eddie's got him boxing everywhere. He's boxing everywhere he can. He's getting the full support of Britain behind him, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, out of the, the crop of four, then you know you've got Joshua, Tyson Fury, Chisoro, David Price. You know, is it, mm. is it, is it Joshua? It's a nice, you see? Mix, it a nice yeah. mix. It'd be nice when they all meet each other eventually. But who, who out I of would them put guys? Joshua in with um, David Price. Do you think so? Yeah. 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 That, that, because you, you, yeah. you're not talking going too far ahead, right? You're talking Tyson world title. Yeah. You're talking Chisora, fourth world titles. Yeah, you know what I mean? You just give him a few more fights before you, you start even putting him in there. Now, you're talking um, David Price, recently was British champion, whatever. He's on that level. Yeah. And it's, it's a 50 50 fight if you're looking at it that way. See, yeah. David Price hasn't had a great start to the program. No. <laughs> so, you know, if you're, looking to, if you're looking for someone 
round about the same as Anthony Joshua at the kind of levels. You, that, it's David Price, yeah. isn't it? You yeah. know, because you put him in with, in with Price. Are you yeah. saying about? Would you? Yeah, you know, the so even though you're saying, if you're talking about one of testing, yeah, yeah. Right. That's I'd a say that's a, good, that's a legitimate yeah. test because it's a fifty-fifty fight. You know, that's mm-hmm. what you call, like what uh, Bobby was saying, that's what you call someone on that level. Yeah. But when you're talking these other fights, you know, you're talking on, mm-hmm. I'm going to make, why do you want to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, you, you don't yeah. need that. But ideally, like you were saying, you'd bring him along, would you want to put him in a 50-50 fight at this stage? Oh, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, if, that's yeah, what... if they're talking about pushing him, then mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. But why are you talk, Why would you want to put him into a 60-40 fight? Mm-hmm. I think 50 is about right, isn't it? Now you well, know, I don't see many uh, standing it, in his way for got a while. Two Olympic gold medalists. Yeah. I mean, it'd make, it'd make yeah. a great, it'd make yeah. a great thing. Yeah, it'd, it'd be nice yeah. to see him get tested as well, wouldn't it? Because yeah. that's the only thing he's not not had yet, isn't it? Well, you that's, know, he's fighting Kevin Johnson. That's, that's that, going to that, be a test. No one stops thing, Kevin Johnson. I mean, doesn't he? It's all like saying you want him tested, but no. I mean, is is you know when he gets caught. What happens if Anthony Joshua is going to knock everybody out forever? What happens if that happens? What happens if we've got here? The greatest heavyweight that's ever walked the face of the earth. What happens if that? Well, well we're we're gonna yeah. get tested. You're always going to get something around the body. You're always going to say something. Yeah, what, about, I mean, what about that heavyweight from America? The one who's had 31 oh, Tony Wilder. Wilder, Wilder, yeah. Wilder. Yeah. I mean, you've heard about this, but you don't really see much of him. You know, you, sh- you should be seeing a lot more of him more mm. regularly, like you mm. was talking about with Tyson. So even though you're saying he's had 31 straight knockouts. But he can't get opponents, can he? You know, look at this, right? I'm a promoter and I've got heavyweight yeah. and I'm trying to bring him along but you've got the Nante Wilder or whatever his name is yeah. and, he, and they go do you want to fight him and go no <laughs> I am oh, not yeah. the only promoter who's saying that no 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 I'm trying to get my lad to be champion and you're asking me to fight him a monster it's not 31 now I don't think so so that's the problem you've got <laughs> yeah yeah I know what you're now, if you've got a kid in England now an up and coming heavyweight and you want to get him to the top and Eddie Earn rings and says Listen, what about your last fight? Auntie Joshua's going to go, no, thank you. Because, <laughs> no, yeah. you know, the kid's going to go, I thought you was looking after me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. thought you try to get me to the top and you want me to fight him. Yeah. Nah, you know, 10 knockouts or whatever, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? What, where? So the people that are going to fight him and the kids who haven't got aspirations of being great. Yeah, so yeah, it's, really, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah. It's difficult, very difficult. Okay, all right, lads, moving on then. All in all, then you know, everyone pleased with Saturday night's boxing for yeah, us. Good, I mean, good, good yeah, you know, Scott Quigg boxed well, didn't he? And, and Callum Smith, you know, just boxed well, didn't he? You know, mm. I mean, I, I wasn't, I, I wasn't impressed with. Bradley Saunders. No, I thought he was trying to impress, and he's, be, he's a better be fighter than that. He was trying to impress too much. One well, his first, first yeah, time out for first one it, for so. matching, wasn't it? Mm. So I was expecting better things off him, and you know, it's only my opinion. I was like, you know, I know he's better than that. You mm. know what I mean? He was just kind of trying too hard, wasn't he? Yeah, he did say. You know that I mean, way, I was yeah. really impressed with James the Gale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I've always have been impressed with. I him. wasn't impressed with I mean, James Groves. No, a lot of people have always said a lot about the Gale, but I've always said he's he's good, me. Yeah, because yeah. no, he's a good defensive fighter. James yeah. DeGale looks yeah. like he's thought, right, okay, I'm going to stop all this messing about now. I'm yeah. get. He looks like he, he looks very businesslike now, doesn't yeah, he? He, he? Looks does. like the penny's dropped, and he's thinking he really wants it. Hang on a minute, yeah. I'm I'm getting left behind here because a lot of people didn't like him, and you know they thought he messed about a little bit, and he was trying too hard not to be liked and all that. But now he's kind of don't mess about, gets in the ring, does his job, and that's it. Mm. You know what I mean? He, he was most impressive of the night yeah. for me, James. Yeah. He was, he was brilliant. And he looks like from, from the first Groves fight, 
right, you know, when he had the, he looks yeah. like he's he's kind Changed of progressed. So much, yeah. Yeah. It's about his back injury as well since he's had that scene too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I love the same Groves again, me. I fancy yeah. Miguel. And it, oh, oh definitely. Yeah. Groves yeah. wasn't great, was it? No, he's not. He's not been since the sort of first Frotch fight, really, has he? So I don't know about kind of Frotch said he's been cobraed, didn't he? Yeah, definitely. Okay, lads, moving on. Then we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back and we're just going to talk Black Flash promotions in a minute. This is um, Arrested Development. Yeah, this is the main event boxing show on All FM Night 6.9. Back here every Monday, 1 till 2 o'clock. Okay, we're joined in the studio with Pat Barrett, Chris Mayle, and Peter Keynes from BritchBoxers.co.uk. Straight into it, guys. Obviously, Pat, we're going to start with you. you know, um, we're not going to talk about your career today, you know, as a boxer, but we'll talk about what's, you know, what's in the future for you, really. And you, you know, you've started Black Flash promotions. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about it, Pat? Uh, really, the only reason why I got into the promoting was um, was to help to give the lads a chance. And you know, as Bobby knows as well, these young kids are very hard, up and coming prospects. They are up and coming, but they stay where they are because they can't sell tickets. Mm. And um, you know, it's a, it's a very high risk. What we, what we have done was uh, investing in them and hoping that they keep them and they don't go anywhere else. We build them up, and you know, before you know, it, you've got them six and all. We can go into bit bigger and better things with them then. Yeah, how does it work, guys? You know, like if if you've got a boxer part and he, you know you get him to 10, 12, 14 fights or whatever, do, do they do the match room and these bigger promotions? Do they, do they have to start taking notice and all? Well, I'm still very good friends with a solicitor called Gareth Williams, who used to work with um, Hatton's Ricky Hatton, and um, you know. Um, before I set up the promotion, I remember going to his office a few weeks uh, just to say if there's anything I want to do with, say, a bit like something similar to what we did with Scott Quigg. So, say, for instance, now I've got another fighter there for getting six, seven, eight and all, yeah, and it's only so far I can go with them. They need TV then. Yeah. And then we can put them on a TV show then, get them a bit of exposure, get people talking about them, and then they just go from there, really. And uh, so who's involved? I know Chris, Pete. You know, you know, you're involved with it, with it, with setting up. How did it kind of come together? What, what? I'll let Chris tell you. He, <laughs> yeah. he did an interview with us. <laughs> right, go on, Chris. Yeah, well, I, I, I've known Pat um, quite a few years since I was yeah. 16. My, my friend Steve Thompson used to live with Pat, and so I met him when I was young, when he was British champion, and I used to go and train at the gym down there at Brian Hughes's. So I'd known Pat a few years, but I'd not seen him for a long time. And then when I got into doing the British boxers and doing the interviews. I caught up with him at the gym and uh, we did this interview and so we'd stayed in contact ever since then and Pat had always told me about it, you know, his his um, sort of ambitions to go into promoting and I just thought with the sort of the resources that we had with the British boxers and my business partner Pete and, you know, we could do a lot of it in-house and help Pat to, you know, make it a reality really because, you know, he's got the fighters and he's training them and we, we could uh, do the other side of organising an event and putting it on and that's what we did in uh, October just just gone and we've got some friends who are into filming and streaming and that so again we use them to to stream the show out live on the site and yeah it was it was a did, successful did it, did it help having, having the show streamed um, yeah. did it affect ticket sales that people could stream it and stay at home it's 50-50 I think in yeah it did and no it didn't yeah. meaning yeah it did that the people that didn't come to see it that stayed at home and streamed it now we want to come and actually yeah. go to it rather than watching it live and then it's just like the next ones what don't want to go once they watch it live and then it's it's yeah. just like they become followers yeah, yeah. so you know it's it, kind of like letting them see it without you know it's yeah. like giving them a little taste free, free first, example, yeah. and then yeah. they think they can go next time yeah. don't they I think yeah. what it's doing as well it's, it's creating awareness for you know for, yeah. for Black Frost promotions and, yeah. and, and the whole concept really so it's giving people the opportunity to see what it's about and to see what we're doing and um, I think 
the next one, I think we'll get a lot more people watching and a lot more people at the events as well, just just through how well the first event did. Yeah, it's about getting out there, isn't yeah, it? And, yeah, yeah. You know, gone are the days when you just put posters up and expect to sell a show. Mm. Like, it's a lot more. There's a lot more work to it now. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. We just incorporated that into the, the promotion as well, um, yeah. into the costings, so you know we could do it free so everyone could watch it free on the night as well and hopefully we can continue to do that for a, yeah, for a while I remember well. Chris coming to do an interview and I don't know whether he wanted to do the interview really or just put the poster up the interview was pretty short the took a lot longer to get on the wall you know what I mean so I don't know we, you know, we all think Chris has got ulterior motives. it seems that he only comes to do interviews when, when, when he's advertising the show is the poster still up? It's still there, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always still to be in your company. <laughs> <laughs> I think I honestly believe. I think if a lot more promoters actually put a bit more work into it themselves, rather than just letting the boxers do it, I think it would be a lot better. The fighters to come along a lot through a lot quicker. It's like, for instance, just an example. When I put the first show on, weeks before, I was out getting blow the business people buying ringside table. This is weeks before. Mm. I had ringside sold out. How long before the show? Yeah. About a month before the yeah, show, I had all ringside. Weeks, it, it does set the pressure yeah. on fight. And I had ringside all sold out, and that was £9,000 worth of ticket that I did myself. Right, Just yeah. on ringside mm. with the tables. Yeah. Ringside tables was £60 a ringside ticket, 10 to a table. Yeah. And yeah. people were buying them. Yeah. And I honestly thought it was going to be impossible to do. I thought I set myself a task, and I thought I set myself a mission that I was going to fail on and going to come back and look stupid on. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's why I did it weeks before. Yeah. And when I went back to Chris, I said, Chris, we sold our ringside. We had the boxes now saying, have you got any ringside? We said, no. Right. I didn't even have the boxes to sell them. They just sold all the cheaper virgin tickets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you just you touched on something there, Bobby. Can you tell us how it's done traditionally then? You know, for the listeners out there who kind of, because you're saying it's done different now, it takes the pressure off the boxes. How, how is it traditionally? Well, well normally, no, normally what happens is, like, I, I, you know, a kid will a kid will be put on a show and then he's given so many tickets to sell. Right. You know, because, you know, the, the, you have to pay the opponent, the boxer, and put something into the show. Mm. You know what I mean? So so kids are normally, you know, asked to sell enough tickets to do that. You know what I mean? And, you know, that's how it's traditionally always been. Right. And kids okay. have, like, put posters up, sold tickets and stuff like that, but perhaps just sold it, he's doing it a little bit different. He's with the people that he knows, and he's, we all know our well-known parties, that he's, he's selling the ringside seats himself, so the kids are selling the cheaper end of tickets, which mm. is a lot... I mean, you know, you got to remember, we're working-class people down here. Yeah, yeah. And there isn't a lot of money about, and everybody knows that, and we're close to Christmas, so, you know, to, to be able to, to go to a boxing show and it's a little bit cheaper no disrespect to the show it helps that you don't have to try and sell £60 tickets mm. and you can sell how much was the pack yeah, yeah. how much was the cheap like £35 tickets yeah you yeah. know what I mean yeah. you know, easy don't, don't forget the culture that we're in now with boxing it's changed watching boxing boxing used to be typically and don't slate slight me for this it used to be men going to watch yeah and then over the last few years people have started to take the girlfriends now you're not going to take your girlfriend to a boxing show without hair done nails done <laughs> spray tan <laughs> new handbag 
in shoes. So it costs a lot of money now before you get there. Yeah. And yeah. that's the, that's the fact. That's how it is. So it's a little bit more expensive yeah. to go and watch a boxing show because you know going to watch a boxing show sometimes a bit of it's like a fashion contest, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is, isn't it? So you know, and and, and, yeah. and you're at the point now that I feel for these lads who go and watch boxing because if they can't afford to take their girlfriends to the boxing and the mates are taking their girls, you ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ain't going. Yeah. So, you know, it's probably Jeez. from being maybe 150 quid to go and watch boxing, it's probably about 500 quid now with the new nails and everything. But that's the fact of life, isn't it? Yeah, you know, that, that's the way it is. So, to be able to go to watch a good show like Pats and it'll be, you know, the boxers have uh, been at a sell. Just the, the lower part of the tickets is, is a lot better, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I suppose with, with Pats, you know, selling to all the businessmen and they had such a good night, I mean, they'll all be wanting to get tickets again, won't they? Yeah, I mean, it ain't such a big venue, is it? No, so it's 500 capacity. It's, it's a more yeah, compact venue, and it? not, not just that, allows us to get sponsorship. I mean, through Chris, British Boxers and Peter, I mean, we, we, we've allowed to pull in a lot of sponsors, which helps us cover the shows ten times easier because it allows us to put kids on and give certain kids a lot more opportunity. And this is why I just think, I'm thinking, if I could do this, why can't all these other promoters in, you know, in the country do it if they want to bring fighters through? Mm. I mean, you've got a lot of great fighters sitting on the shelf crying out to get fights, and only because they can't sell a ticket. Mm. Now, there's one thing I'll say about myself. I started out as a journeyman because I couldn't sell a ticket, yeah? And then before you knew it, I sold the GMX out. Mm. So not being able to sell one ticket, and only because I was given a certain chance. And it's just it, that's what I want to do with all the other fighters that I've got. Give them that chance. Some I'll lose on, and some I'll make on. Yeah. But I'll make on more than I will do on others. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going back to the actual event, it was on the 25th of October. Fantastic night. You invited me down. I'd done a bit of commentating for them. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was brilliant. Loved it. The atmosphere was fantastic. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the night? You know, who was on it? Because, you know, you had a bit of problem as well, didn't you? Yeah, a you know, <laughs> few problems it's with the boxing you. show, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You yeah. never yeah. run smooth, yeah. No matter how small or how big they are, they never run smooth. I was cursed me. I thought I was condemned. I had I had two of the two of the best fighters off the bill. I had uh, Matt Yall off the bill. He, he sold over hundred tickets. I had another fighter of mine just turning pro, Ben Mulligan. He sold over hundred tickets. What, what happened with Matty Yall and Ben? What happened? Uh, Matty Yall, Ben Mulligan got perpetrated here drum sparring. Matty Yall damaged shoulder. Mm. And it's like it, it, it couldn't. Have, Want one of the Fiori's on it as well. Pardon? Want one of the Fiori's? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, um, Fiori. Yui Fiori was on it, and yeah. he had to pull off because his uncle Yui, big Yui, passed away. Yeah. I mean, it, it went from great to, to nothing, yeah. and this is all is in four weeks. Every all oh, right up to the show. Yeah. Four weeks before the show, it just took a nosedive. Looked like everyone was saying, "No, what part? You should cancel it. You should pull it off. You should do this." And they had that much negative vibes around me. Thinking about that, I was in two minds whether to do it. Mm. I didn't do it. Luckily for me, Rick Mann has got in touch with us. He had three kids there, undefeated, and I put his three lads on plus my two lads and Curtis, what's it called? Curtis Cardano. I mean, he's not one of my lads. He's not the best as a prospect, but he yeah. he done well. He stepped up for us. He mm. sold a few tickets and he covered he covered the gap. It was an entertaining fight. Did you enjoy it, Barcelona? Yeah, yeah, commentary yeah, was great, was by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah no, it was, was all of it, all round. It was fantastic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was. Um, so, what kind of feedback did you get from the boxing fraternity as well? Because I know everyone who was there enjoyed it. Did you kind of get? It wasn't of, negative. It was very good, and I just know next time round, I look at all the loose loose ends around me, and between three of us, me, Chris, and Peter, we know now what we need. To do. It's a learning curve, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. this was our first show, mm. and don't forget, there's not none of us here. Even I've done a little bit of promoting, but I haven't actually been a. Pro
promoter before mm. and there's none of us here that have got the experience about being a promoter yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. but I'd say it's something we put our heads together yeah. and what we did do we've done brilliant yeah. and now we know what we didn't what we need to do we'll get it better this time yeah. and we're only going to get better as we progress and we go further and not just that we've got three more new kids to add to the venue right. that will all be having a uh, pro debut and that will be the heavyweight uh, yeah, the Cameroon Blaze, Blaze, yeah, he's come over from Sunderland looking to have his first. Pro, uh, he got uh, what did he get? He got a bronze medal in the 2010 Commonwealth. Yeah. He's looking to have his first pro fight with us, Ben Mulligan, and I've just got another young kid there. Yeah, team fight. Yeah, and just got another young kid called Chris. Yeah. He's come to turn pro with us as well, so we'll have three new additional fighters on the. So, board. so it kind of went well with the with the hiccups that you had. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. when you don't have the hiccups. Yeah, you know what I mean. The conversation that we had though, when when it all pulled off, we said even if I mean, you said didn't you? If, if even if we just have to have Zelfa fighting, the show's gonna go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way training. I could cancel it. And, and no. for the lad, the ones, the, the two main Matthew ones Ryan. that I think was was uh, Matthew Ryan. Yeah. And I thought no, I can't do it to this kid because it's what I promised him. Yeah. And he's been one of my longest fighters, and you know he's been looking forward to it and. For some reason, it was a godsend that Rip Manners came to me and said, I want to put three kids on. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, wow, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just at the last minute. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I nice. really thought someone up there does like me. I'm not, I'm, I'm not that heated. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. And like you say, from the outside looking in, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have known that you guys hadn't done it before. Do you know what I mean? That's all what it was. And I'm not just saying that because you're there. You've been to a lot of shows, small old shows and stuff like that. And it was, it was brilliant. What were the easy parts of it? And what did you find most difficult as a promoter? What Most difficult? thing I found it all was um, if it wouldn't have been through these two I would have found it even more difficult because Chris put everything together Chris and Peter when yeah. when I walked into the to the press conference I was like <laughs> even I was shook I was stuck by the press conference it was brilliant, right? I walked back out the room yeah. I said Chris there's a lot of people in there <laughs> Chris yeah. said well that was a press conference meant to be <laughs> it just was get back in there <laughs> it, it wasn't what I expected yeah, I mean, yeah. I turned up in a tracksuit big table there was mics on the table there was bottle of water yeah. I thought we had someone big coming down <laughs> <laughs> coming down to do this <laughs> no it's brilliant it's brilliant did you guys enjoy getting in, involved with that kind of obviously you know you yeah it was whatever. good it was good I mean I've sort of done kind of bits of event management and exhibition stuff before so you know putting something together so we just um, and we can do a lot of it in house you know design We do, that's what we do we, we, yeah. we do that yeah. kind of stuff and the film people as well we know them so, so we, we got them to come down and set up and that was a bit of an experiment as well, really. Yeah, you know, yeah. but so next time we're going to improve on that as well. You know, more cameras and jazz it up a bit. Yeah. I think the build-up it was because again, it was a lot of it was new to us, so it was just like right, we need to do this, we need to do that, and it, it was stressful, but it made it all worth it because on the night it was just like look what we've done, and yeah. then, you know, mm. really did pay off. So the next time we're just really organised now. We know what to do, what not to do, so we just know that the next one, you know, it's, it's going to be great. It's just going to get bigger yeah, and better, yeah. isn't it? Okay, lads. Well, what we'll do, we'll take a quick break now, and we'll talk about you've got. A New, new event on the 31st of January so we'll talk a little bit about that and who's involved with that this is the main event on all of them night 6.9 we're going to go back into black flash promotions guys you've got an event coming up on the 31st of January can you let us know about it who's on who's going to be on you know what what kind of new things are you going to do are you going to kind of surprise us uh, well at the moment we, we're still we're still making the bill we know we, we know we've got so many guaranteed fights and we've got Zelfa Barrett on We've got uh, the Ben new Mulligan, kid, Ben Mulligan on. We've got the uh, what's the kickoff? Bidal, Blaze, Mandu, uh, Bilal. We've got on. Uh, we've got Blaze, the heavyweight. Self-up. We've got the new kid that we've just said. So we've got like three, 
people making their debut. So we'll have six good fights on. So I so, mean, he's going to be on the bill. Six fights again, yeah. yeah. And, and the, the possibility will be more this time. Right. Six um, young, good, up and coming kids. Mm, right. The good thing about it is they're all up and coming, right, and that's yeah, yeah. what I would call them up and coming. Mm. So I mean, because they're prospects, because I believe that they are prospects. Yep. Yeah. Now, if you can tell me what a prospect is, you know, you've got all these kids that have won ABA titles, have done this and they've done that. Half of them don't even go as far as they expect to go. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because so it's, it's, it's too much pressure on them. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it going to be at the Middleton Arena yes, again? Yeah, right. So we've okay. got four shows booked with Middleton Arena. All right for next yeah. year for 2015. Yeah. Brilliant. And you've got Bobby as a special guest as well, is it on the yeah. 31st? Yeah. What yeah. are you doing, Bobby? I don't know. I'll find out at a later date. What, what I'm right, doing? Right. But whatever what's going to do, we'll do. I mean, apart, you got apart from sing. When you got to look at it with Bobby, like you said, I mean, to me. He's like my trainer, Brian Hughes. He's a legend in the game because yeah. he's been there for a long time. He's bought fighters through. He's took a, like he said, he's took a fighter single-handed to a world title, but he's trained himself. I mean, again, yeah, we had the other box, what he done brilliant with, uh, what was he called, Kieran? Kieran Farrell, yeah. 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 I mean, look what he did with him. I mean, yeah. So, you know, you can't take nothing away from Bobby in this boxing game. And it's what we're all trying to do. If you look at people where we're trying to get to, I want to do things slightly different. I want to be a trainer and slash a promoter, you know, mm-hmm. and, and still be involved, not just be one-dimensional, still be involved as a trainer. Yeah. And, you know, the likes of Chris and Peter, they help me with the more the promotional side. Yeah, but yeah. they're really involved. They're brilliant at that. Yeah, fantastic what they do. So do you train the lads, Pat, then? So yeah. you, you, So you'll train yeah. the lads for the night yeah. as well? Okay, fantastic. So how do you see Black Flash promotions sort of going? Are you around to stay, or is this kind of a fill-out so you get the lads on TV, or how do you see it? No, because I've got a young kid there called Connor Ward. He's only 15, yeah, and, you know, he's a travelling kid, and believe it or not, his family's took him out of school so they can train with me full-time. Right. Yeah, because he's a travelling kid. Anyway, he just goes around, so, mm-hmm. you know, the minute he turns 18, I'll turn him pro. I mean, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Right, yeah. And the minute he turns 18, he's going to be a superstar. So there's no way this is just a, a flash in the pan for just coming and going. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving myself the opportunity to bring my own fighters through and then move them on and then still have them because I'm saying I'm still putting them on my shows. I would like to be able to... We've got FC United working with us. We want to do an open-air show outside. Yeah. So by the time I've got 10, 12 fighters that have my own fighters, Yeah, yeah. you know, I can have... Sounds good, doesn't it? It does. And the college is, is really buzzing again now, isn't it? Yeah, All the can, amateur kids, It's you know, every night it's full. Tommy looks after... Tommy Madonna looks after the... Um, yeah. Amateurs. So there's loads coming through, isn't there? Yeah. Loads I mean, that's another person who's not even mentioned me talking here, like Tommy McDonald's doesn't even exist. Yeah, he's supposed to be in today, wasn't he? He was going to pick him and get him. He's yeah. as lo- mm. elusive out of the ring as he was in the <laughs> ring. <laughs> you know yeah. What I mean? yeah. So, what does Tommy do? Does he, he take all, you know, take care of the amateurs? Well, Tommy, Tommy now runs all the amateurs. I mean, we've got an amateur show, a dinner show coming up soon, and Tommy actually runs all the amateurs. He's actually pretty good at what he does. I mean, I mean, when we first done the pros, we started off together with the gym with the pros, and then um, we looked at it all because the pro and the amateurs can't mix. Tommy will run the amateur side, I'll run the pro side of it. Mm. When after a little bit, I'd like Tommy to get his uh, manager's license, we keep everything in house, and I would like Tommy to manage all the pros as well as mm. doing what he's doing. Okay, fantastic. Moving on, will you be looking at a TV deal eventually, or are you going to kind of is is British boxing TV the way forward? No, we're happy with what we're doing, and yeah. I think the only way you can you see you get one good fighter that makes it and breaks through. Once you've got one good fighter that makes it and breaks through, then you've got a package deal because mm. you don't need to look for everyone. We come as a package. Mm. You're not going to take him and not take the rest of them, and there's no reason not to because every one of the lads that we've got in the gym, there's not one who's better than anybody. They're all good at what they do in their own way. That, that's how it was with Rick. You know, when, when Rick boxed at the MEN, all the other lads that, that 
in from the gym boxed on the bill Paul Smith Matthew Macklin yeah, yeah. Mike Gomez remember you know, it they always used to do they all the, boxed uh, on the bill and Billy and used to have them all out yeah. on the set you know what I mean so it's kind of like that you know what I mean when you get one it's a package deal like what Pat's saying you know yeah. and that's what Brian used did with us with, um, when we signed with Frank Warren you yeah. know we had a package deal going and it was like Delroy Wall Ricky Burton Craig Dermody you know uh, we, we we all came as a package mm. so these promoters even though they only want one that's a good one yeah. but it doesn't go like that yeah, you've got yeah, a package yeah. so when you're doing a television show they actually make it just for you where they'll say well we'll put a show on in Manchester mm. and we'll put all your lads on plus a couple of other lads we can put on in Manchester anyway yeah. and then you got your TV day yeah, yeah. and once you've been it got that TV exposure then the TV don't want to go back and say well they're going to always want to see these kids because yeah. they're up and coming yeah. but at the moment you just keep them under the radar nothing needs to be seen no pressure keep them learning keep them interested keep them doing what they're doing and then sooner or later you're going to have to release them anyway not release them as in get rid of them but the needs are going to fight on a big stage on yeah. a big show yeah of course yeah, they're but you've got all the on. kids coming through underneath yeah. them haven't you so yeah. it's like you, you're kind of hoping it's going to be a steady stream aren't yeah. you? you know they'll go and then they'll go onto the TV and you'll get the yeah. other kids coming in underneath them yeah it's That's like a football team it's like a feeder yeah. club isn't it Ireland's it's just like a football team you've got two different like teams, team, yeah. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, got, yeah. yeah. So when we've got the first ones that have done it, we keep them there, yeah. and then we don't mix them with the, these ones, and yeah, then we've got these other ones coming through. Yeah. Let them build up their own ticket sales yeah. until you can do one big show. Mm-hmm. Would you put ten fights on yeah. and you put them all together so they've all got their own, yeah. you know, yeah, followers? Yeah. Not and that, an idea, that, is it? Yeah, it that's the way you do it. So, because yeah. mm-hmm. I don't look at, I look at, I'm not far from having a, a full squad like of twelve, right. and I would like to have six fights on there, six fights on there, and they're all different. And we're not far from that. Now we've got two. We'll have another two new pros next year. So along with what we've got, that's six. That's eight fighters that I've got, eight yeah, pros. Yeah. No, it's brilliant. I'm really looking forward to how it progresses myself. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you like them the free people. tickets, don't you? I so love them, mate. I was, well, yeah, I was working that night. It was fantastic. <laughs> really. But um, no, Pat, what we'll do is, uh, obviously, as, as time gets nearer, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll keep getting yeah. out on the show anyway and stuff like that and um, hopefully we might be able to do a ticket giveaway or something for a couple of listeners anyway yeah. if, if possible something like that but yeah is there any have you got a message for, for everyone that, that turned up on the night and oh, just, put, you know, everybody, yeah. Yeah. just keep supporting us and just keep looking out for us yeah, yeah great support everyone seemed to enjoy it and you know there was a lot of lot went into it a lot of people you know, helped yeah. out as well so you know, brilliant so. excellent have you got any website guys I know Chris obviously you've got your britishboxers.co.uk will all the info be on there yeah, yeah. all the info and will be on there we have this blackflashpromotions.co.uk as well and you've got blackflash can I just say that um, in the next two weeks the uh, tickets for the 31st of um, January the next event will be available on the British Boxers website brilliant so, uh, yeah. just go down there and get Perfect your ticket Christmas present Christmas yeah, yeah. Present, yeah. yeah. definitely yeah <laughs> seeing that on the side of the day <laughs> I'm having that one okay lads we're going to move on thanks for coming in guys that thanks was, you know, brilliant and like we say we'll keep everyone updated uh, we're getting towards the end of the show so we're just going to finish off quickly with um, you know, a bad day between 10 and 5 and 4 and